0: Welcome to the Encounter Church podcast. For more information about our church and service times please visit revival.me. Enjoy the message. This book um, for me has been really kind of like my life message and there's a lot of and it's not just a typical book on our identity in christ and the grace finished work message it is an exploration and discovery of the depths of god's love and i don't care who you are i promise you people that read this will encounter the depths of the father's love like never before and I poured myself into this book, and as I wrote, I was praying that the oil of heaven would drip off the pages. Um, and there's a lot of fresh looks, and we could talk about this, at specific scriptures that we've all read, you know, the Good Samaritan being one of them. Totally different look on that. We unpacked some stuff, uh, exegete the prodigal son, and um, understanding, like, the primary work of the Holy Spirit inside of us. There's just so many things in there, and the original gospel. A lot of times, we'll, like we know what the gospel is. Everybody, oh, I know what the gospel is. Jesus died for your sins and rose from the dead. And, and we talk about the broader meaning of the gospel. Um, and so I'm really excited about the book. I believe it was written not just for Christians, leaders, pastors, believers to remove toxic images that we have of God, but also for an agnostic that's been burnt by religion, a deconstructionist that is left with nothing because they deconstructed everything. And they need Jesus. How many know you can't deconstruct everything? Hello? And there's a lot of people that are searching because I look at even, you know, some popular worship people and uh, preachers and they've deconstructed to where they have nothing left and a lot of them just had bad theology. And so this book is about getting a right view, a biblical and Christolo- Christological view of who God is. So good. How many know that when we see Jesus, we see the Father? Yeah. Yes. Jesus is what God has to say, and Jesus is what God looks like. Jesus is who the Father is. There's no God hiding behind Jesus. Right. We misunderstand the cross. We misunderstand the gospel. And as Christians, I mean, there's, there's a lot of stuff in this book that you wouldn't normally see in books on grace, you know, uh, what the historical church has believed for the last 2,000 years. A lot of times our theology is framed inside the paradigm of the modern reformation of the church, and we don't even know our ancestry before, prior to that. We don't know our, how many have ever done the Ancestry.com? How many won't do it because the government will steal your DNA? <laughs> Conspiracy theorist. I'm just kidding. It's actually pretty amazing because you can find out that you have a lot more family than you realize. Yeah. And there's a beauty in that. I'll tell a story real quick. Um, I'm a preacher, so I'm obviously just talking. And, and then I, let's, let's have a conversation. But you know what I'm about to say. Um, We recently went to Indianapolis. I have a lot of family in Indianapolis. And because of Ancestry.com, we found out that I found out I have a sister from uh, many years ago. My dad had a short-lived relationship with somebody. Never knew um, that uh, she was pregnant. She gave the baby up for adoption. So we met my sister, my nieces, my brother-in-law. We have a whole family that we never knew we had. And we go and we see cousins... And people that we haven't seen in years. And it was such a beautiful time. And then we go to my sister's house. And she might be watching right now. Um, and it was just, it was sacred. I can just tell you. it was. And it was funny because it's like, we're all the same. Like, we're family. You know, when you, in, in the Lord, when you fellowship with someone and by the same spirit, there's an interchange. It's like, I feel like I've known you for like eight months and I've known you for eight minutes. Have you ever had that happen? It's because the same Holy Spirit lives within us. We have the same spiritual DNA. And so we're hanging out with my sister, my brother-in-law, my beautiful nieces, and my kids are hanging out with them. They have these new cousins, but they're not new. They've, they've been there the whole time. They just, we didn't know them. And we're eating dinner, we're making dinner, and we pray. And I asked my dad who was there. So now my nieces and my sister, they have, they have a papa, you know. And, uh, and, and we're just enjoying this time. I made steaks, and I was trying to impress everybody, of course. Praise God. How many love a good steak, though? Come on, somebody. I know I say that every time. but I, I, So, you know, we're doing our thing. And then we prayed, and, and everybody said something, and we're all in tears. Because it's like there's this beauty of family we didn't even know we had. And this book will introduce you to the family you didn't know that there's a richness of the the, the, the historical Orthodox church. I'm, I'm talking about the historical church that goes back beyond 500 years ago. There's a richness of an understanding of who God is and what happened at the cross and the broadness and the depths of his love and the gospel itself, which is... The revelation of who Jesus is, who the Father is, who the Spirit is. And we had such an amazing time. There was this really special moment. I remember my sister was, we were all eating. We finally sat down, and I took a picture of it. And um, my sister, who hasn't known her biological dad for a long time, and it reminds me sometimes of how Christians go their whole life without knowing the Father's love. And knowing the heart of Abba. And, and I know she had an adoptive father. And she's had an amazing life. She's has an, an amazing life. And they're very successful and blessed. But sometimes we don't realize, like, you know the love that my dad carries. And to you go your whole life and mi- almost like miss out on that. But now you get it. Yeah. And and that's what this book is. is. I want everyone to know they have an Abba. I want everyone to know they have a Papa in heaven. It is the the cure to all of our infirmities, spiritual, emotional, and physical. Just knowing the Father's love and there's this moment. All of this is happening. We're in a whirlwind of we're we're related. We're the same. Layla is dancing around with one of my older nieces, and it's like it's the same version. It's a 20 plus year old version of Layla. And they're singing karaoke. And I'm like, here's Layla in 20 years. And we sit down to eat. And my sister, Nancy, she says, she pushes her plate of this delicious steak that I made, praise God, over to my dad, her dad, and says, would you cut my steak? And he's cutting it. And I was like, man, this is what it is. This is I was looking, I was looking at the gospel. Like, this is the gospel, the story of the, the prodigal son running home or actually coming to the edge of town and the father running. We always read, read it the other way around. He was walking into town. The father ran to him. And, and so that's the heart of the book, really, is it's knowing that we have a father um, and his love is so rich and we can't even begin to comprehend it. I think we get a little revelation of it. It's just a drop. But there's an ocean. There's a uh, an immense depth to the Father's love. I think that for all of eternity, the billions of Christians and every person that's that will be redeemed, we will discover the depths of that love forever. And we get a little more... Glimpse a little greater glimpse of it, and we'll fall on our face for 10,000 years in heaven and cry, holy, holy, holy. And then we'll stand up and, hey, what's up, man? How's your mansion? Oh, my mansion's cool. What's up? Come over. And then the Lord will unfold more of his glorious love, and we'll fall on our faces again and say, holy, holy, holy. There's none like you. And this book, my prayer is that I want it to go all over the world, I want people to read this. I want you to get it in your hands. Buy dozens. Give them out. Christmas is coming. I'm telling you, it is a gift that will give people the gospel. And um, and my heart is just that it will bring healing. And it, it, it's a great book for small groups because we have questions at the end of each chapter. And so it's been a grueling process. It's been tough. And you know that something's going to be good when you go through hell to get to it, right? Right? <laughs> How many know what I'm talking about? And and so, man, it's just. Uh, and I want to just say this. I want to thank. I want to thank my my dad, my mom, my kids, my wife, my spiritual uh, mentors and parents, and um, and all the saints that have encouraged me and prayed for me. Uh, my editor, uh, Jim Bryson, uh, who's so brilliant and we connect so well. And I'm I'm so excited to work with him on more projects. I'm actually in the process of writing, almost finished. It's amazing when you prime the pump, man. It's like, and and uh, I've been writing another book, and um, I'm nearly done. And I'm going to be working with my editor on it. And it's this book is about churches being centered around the presence of God, and uh, it's it's going to be fun. So. But I just want to thank God and and thank every encouragement. Thank you, honey. There was this moment where I was discouraged. I'm like, I'm not going to write this. I didn't even graduate high school. What am I thinking? I don't have the brain for this. I don't have the mind for this. I was very discouraged. And I was welling up in tears and just kind of frustrated, right? And my wife, all the kids were in the car. My wife was inside. She's like, it's okay, honey. Let's just go. We're on our way somewhere. And... Uh, As soon as we get in the car, my little angel, Layla, and she's way prophetic. She had no idea our conversation. And out of nowhere, she goes, Daddy, you're so smart. (laughs) And of course, I start crying. And I look over at Rochelle. Rochelle's welling up in tears. And Sarah is like, what just happened? (laughs) She's like, what's going on? And I'm like, your little sister's way prophetic. That's what's going on. And uh, so, man, this is just, it's an honor. To me, it's a very big deal, and I'm just thankful. Um, I'm thankful to be a part of this church body that has um, embraced us. It was so hard to leave. It was so hard. I cannot tell you. The hardest decision I ever made was to leave my family and the church that we invested and plowed and prayed and discipled and, oh, such a loving community. There always will be a hole in my heart for that community, but moving here would have been so much more difficult had you not embraced us the way you did, and I'm so thankful. Thank you, bro. That's a perfect example. The love that you guys have shown us and our family, I just thank you. Give yourself a round of applause for that. You're very loving, and I don't, I don't mean to be so somber, but I'm just pouring my heart out. I just, I'm thankful. The day is finally here, and I'm ready to just really run. Um, and I feel like a new uh, wind has entered my lungs, and to, to write, and to uh, to share the love of God, and continue to preach the gospel, and to see walls come down, to see bodies healed, hearts mended, uh, the restoration, um, and, and people saved, healed, and delivered. But thank you so much for embracing our family. Aren't you thankful, honey? So thankful. So thankful. Um, amen. Amen.
1: I was walking. Um through the halls this morning and our team was here i was here earlier than i usually am which wasn't that early but our team was already here the parking lot was already full and um and they're downstairs preparing communion and i thought how beautiful is the family of god that they just they're here just loving and serving god's people
0: this community you are such a treasure you're such a heavenly treasure and you have been and you know, with all the promises of this house being a house uh, of an apostolic center known for a revival and a move of God, God has never overlooked you. And there are promises that are coming into fruition. Amen. And you are a treasure. And there's a scripture in Zechariah. and I love it in the message. It says something to the effect that God is about ready to lift you up And you're going to catch all the rays of the sun. You're the jewels of his crown. John, you're the jewel of his crown. And the word crown is where we see where the anointing flows. It's the same word like where the the anointing is released first. The anointing. What this city has been longing for, this region, is going to hit this house first. I believe that. And there's a steadfastness, and you guys are such treasures, and so to be able to have this this initial book release here, it's it's my honor uh, to have you guys a part of this as our family, you know, as the family of God. Amen.
1: So I just wanted to share um, my perspective of what I believe God is going to do through just His Word. How many? It's just it's a book, but it's the Word of God shared in stories and um, testimonies and just transformative scripture. And so I was talking with my esthetician and, you know, when you're when you're um, sitting for long periods of time with somebody that you just get to know them. She's just an esthetician. And so we're sharing and I'm telling her about my life and and I'm talking to her about the book and I start to talk about what it's about and I say, you know, it's, it's just like a, it's just like a rediscovery of what of who Jesus actually is and what scripture actually means because religion has tainted the gospel and the cross to make it something that it's not. And she's like, she stops and she's like, I think I really would want to read that. She's like, I grew up Catholic, but I'm pretty much live as an agnostic now, and I would want to read it. And so the next time I see her, I'm going to bring the book. But from somebody like that, all the way to a pastor that just just needs refreshing. I believe that's what this book is for, and it is just a beautiful page-by-page page invitation, like Zach said, into the heart and the love of the Father. So
0: that's good, I don't want to go too long. I want to be able to um, sell lots and lots of books and sign them, and um, I'm speaking under a very strong prophetic anointing right now. I, uh-huh. So, I would like to. Why don't you just share a little bit of? You know me, and you've sat under my teaching and preaching for a long time. I can't believe you still listen to me um, or even pay attention, but you do, and you honor me. You're and still my me.
1: favorite preacher.
0: I don't know if I believe that, no, but that's it's true. so sweet. That's very true. So sweet. Um, you have read this, and. We went through with our launch team, and we did interviews and talked a lot. Why don't you share maybe some of your favorite chapters? Um, you know, we have, there's 10 chapters in here, and it's it's a progression. Uh, the beginning, short short chapters in the beginning. The first one is the shortest. It's about this, why God's love is scandalous. And the second one is about not being afraid of the light. And it's kind of a preface to entering into what the book, and then it just ramps up and it's, it's a journey and a discovery of the love of God. But share with me a little bit. Like mm-hmm. I'd love to hear your thoughts on what are some of your favorite chapters.
1: So I do believe that the book is a progression of who you are as a minister and what God has revealed to you in the last, I mean, we've been senior pastoring now for, I, mean, I don't know, 13, 13 and a half years. So just um, of just that unveiling of the Lord revealing his truth to you through his word. Um, but, obviously, my favorite, 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 favorite chapter is um, The Woman at the Well. And I believe that um, the invitation that you have brought us to in this book of an experience of doesn't matter how broken you are, and it doesn't matter what you've walked through, like, Jesus is still going to meet you at your well and love you, like love you, um, choose you. <laughs> I think there's this misconception in the church that God chooses the ones that have it all together, that look really good, that have a good life, that have done all of the right things and made all of the right choices. And I don't know about you, but I'm not that person. And um, and so because I'm not that person, sometimes it doesn't always fit with my idea of what religion says that I, you know, I checked all the boxes. Well, I didn't check all the boxes all the time. And so, you know, I was just a a, a little girl when I met with Jesus. And when he you know, I remember this time when my mom was in our room praying with us, and I think I was five and my little sister was four. And there was literally a light that came in our room, like a heavenly light. Like, I think about the times when Jesus invaded my dark places and, and just chose me in that moment, like moments where he chose me over other people. And I don't understand that. And so I believe that chapter, I think it's six or five, Five, um, chapter five is just a beautiful example of the invitation that Jesus has into our broken places, into our places of rejection and abandonment, into our places where we don't meet or measure up, and He invites us into this beautiful relationship with Him, where He becomes, He becomes the well. We're always trying to be a river of living water, but how many know? <laughs> but when you meet Jesus, He becomes the well and it's, it's not about what you do anymore. It's about what He does through you. Yeah. So
0: So good. Would you uh, that's beautiful. Thank you for the encouragement there. Would you read maybe some of these endorsements mm-hmm. just on the back? Yeah. Some of you know if and, and I, I think it's important. I mean I'm really honored there's a lot of different streams of the body of Christ that has endorsed this. Uh, If you know who Jason Chin is, Love Says Go, he was a part of Bethel Church, Um, actually love his endorsement, Dr. Robert Slardin, who's read God's Generals, does anyone know who Robert Slardin is? He wrote God's Generals, and uh, Danny Silk uh, from uh, Bethel Church, Loving Your Kids on Purpose, Bill Vanderbush, Um, uh, Krista Smith, many of you know Sean Smith, anybody know who Krista Smith is? Powerful, powerful uh, woman of God. And uh, Larry Titus, my spiritual father. Um, Lonel Brinson, Sr. He actually pastored here in Rochester for about nine years. He's in Florida. Senior pastor of Redeeming Word. Um, Dr. Harold Everly. Come on, somebody. Chris Dupre. How many know who Chris Dupre is? Sound familiar? Uh, Shea Bynes. Uh, Chris Ball, president of Elam Fellowship. Uh, dr. Gershom Sacala uh, Zach Maldonado Bishop Clinton House pastors a very large uh, co- I believe the church is it's a Church of God in Christ in Las Vegas Jamie Engelhart uh, dr. Tony Robinson Steve Hogan does that sound familiar <laughs> Steve thank you for the endorsement man come on somebody you're a, you have a brilliant mind so to get your your stamp of approval was uh, was a blessing. Chris Ritchie, who's our senior pastor at Encounter Church, Vegas, uh, and then Mike Lighty, who is the senior worship leader at The Pursuit in Seattle. It's a church in the Northwest that's just exploding, experiencing revival. So I don't know. Maybe pick a couple of these, read them, and sure. then we'll whatever you want to close with, and we'll pray, and then we can um, we can dismiss everybody.
1: Okay, I'll read um, Bill's small one in the back. It says, "The ability to simply." Pr- the ability to simplify profound theology is a gift of grace. Whether you're new to faith or a seasoned minister, this book will serve as a new covenant discipleship manual that will give you a fresh perspective on the scandalous love of God. That's Bill Vanderbush. Um, Danny Silk says, see where the love of God and religious practices part ways. I love that. The journey through the gospel helps the reader see how powerful all father's love impacts the lives of human beings. And then um, Harold Eberly says, "The book, this book, is the core message that God is speaking to every person's heart. This is where healing to our problems lie." So it's beautiful. So thank you for being a part of this day for us. This is a this is a day that's I'm years and years and years in the making. The story that he told about Layla, she was like three or four, and so that was <laughs> that was a long time ago. My princess is nine now. And so this is years in the making, and God has brought us through so much in this journey. And I'm so thankful, like Zach said, to be here to do this with you guys this morning. So we love you so much. Um, I pray that something that was shared this morning would just minister to your heart as you go throughout your day. You are chosen, beloved, picked by God. He loves you. There is a beautiful acceptance and an invitation to a love like you've never experienced. No matter how good your father was, there's a love from Papa God that right. He's inviting you into. So I'm gonna just pray. Would you, you, honey?
0: Would you? I don't. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. Um, would you read a scripture and sure. just close with this? In Romans, I think this is for sure mentioned in one of the chapters. And I, I really love it in the Passion. And it's the understanding of the Spirit's work. That, how many know the Holy Spirit is also the Spirit of adoption? And so we're filled with the Spirit of adoption. And the Holy Spirit helps us cry out, Abba, Father. Again, this book was written because I want the whole world to know they have an Abba that they can come to. Would you read that and and let's just pray that over every person in this room. Can we close our eyes just for a moment and just maybe lift your hands like you're receiving and just receive his love.
1: Romans 8, 14 says the mature children of God are those who are moved by the impulses of the Holy Spirit. And you did not receive the spirit of religious duty leading you back into the fear of never being good enough. But you have received the spirit of full acceptance and folding you into the family of God. And you will never feel orphaned. For as he rises up within us, our spirits join him in saying the words of tender affection. Beloved Father, for the Holy Spirit makes God's fatherhood real to us as he whispers into our innermost being, you are God's beloved child. Thank you, Jesus.
0: He's whispering it to us. Just listen. You are my beloved child. Thank you, Lord, for the sound of your voice. Your voice is so sweet. Your voice is life. Your words are spirit and they are life. May every heart hear. And if you've never heard that before and you've never given your heart to Jesus, you can today. You can surrender your life to him and receive forgiveness of your sin. He accepts you and he receives you. He welcomes you to come freely drink of living water. He wants to make you his home into your heart, all you have to do is ask, Jesus, forgive me. Jesus, I give you my heart. And he will lift burdens. He says, come, if you're weary, come to me and you'll find rest for your souls. So I bless every person. I thank you for this day. I give you honor and glory. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Can we say amen together? Hi, Pastor Zach here at Encounter Church in Rochester, New York. Hope you were blessed by that message. And we want to give you an opportunity to sow into the ministry if you'd like to. If you would, just go to revival.me and click on the button that says give. Thanks again and have a blessed, blessed day.